If we pursue having it all, can we do it all? The myth of being a traditional woman versus career woman and who we can be instead. Kate, my teacher, announced. I sharply lifted up my head, gathered my red composition notebook, and half-walk, half-tiptoed my way over to my teacher's desk. I stood in front of her desk swaying as she read the essay scripted into my notebook. You see, when she gave us 15-year-olds the prompt of writing about our biggest aspirations, the murmurs I heard around the room consisted of the words college, independence, and career. Meanwhile, my mind was saying, marriage, motherhood, children. When her eyes scanned the final words on the page, her neck remained stiff as she raised only her eyes at me. That's all you want to do, she asked. I replied with a shy yes, unable, unable to gather any more words than I had already expressed on the page. At 16, I met a boy who was just as baby crazy as me. We're still together. While I was in science class and he in gym class, we would text back and forth fantasizing about our future family. And of course, the baby making itself. Growing up, it was common for me to see two ends of the spectrum. The woman completely giving herself to her home and her children, or the woman working a full-time job. More often than not, I'd always see the full-time working women in my family being absolutely exhausted by the time they came home and their children needed them. This is understandable, of course. However, I decided from early on early on that I wanted to be present in the home. I wanted to bake frequently, be there to pick up my children from school, and have a home-cooked meal prepared for my husband. I didn't have a desire to work or to be independent. These were things I associated with burnout, frustration, and exhaustion. Fast forward to when I was 18, I switched colleges three times in under a year. At the time, I decided I wanted to pursue a dance teaching career after falling in love with it in high school. Dance was always something that was part of my life, but I gave my entire self to it in high school. Despite this passion, I couldn't shake an undeniable feeling of a void as I walked into my 9am ballet class or took an afternoon walk around campus feeling unable to relate my true desires deep down of being a wife and a mother to those around me. That year, at the beginning of 2020, the pandemic occurred. At this time, an acquaintance of mine from dance shared a post by an intuitive reader. I had always been interested in spirituality, manifestation, and psychic readings, but these concepts like intuitive and energy healing were entirely new to me. I got a reading and from there I was hooked. The classes turned into doing practice readings for others, the practice readings turned into doing real readings, and doing the real readings turned into the formation of a business. 15-year-old me could have never fathomed some of the amazing experiences I've had as a result of my business at only 22 years old. Speaking on stage, being featured in Forbes, 
witnessing women overcome with joy at becoming pregnant. Yet that doesn't go without saying that throughout the speaking and the teaching and the collaborating, I've often questioned who I am as a woman. Am I a traditional woman or am I a career woman? I would ask myself. In April, I flew to Denver, Colorado to speak on a panel at a conference that my business mentor was hosting. My man flew out with me, and I can't imagine him not having been there both through the confusing times and through the celebratory times. There were multiple opportunities throughout the two days of the conference to mingle with the other women in the large waiting area outside the conference room that was designed with a modern style of white leather couches, a chandelier, and a swanky black textured coffee table. I would slowly promenade the room and converse with the groups of women. Some were hairstylists, coaches, mothers, six and seven figure business owners, artists, and the list goes on. During these conversations, I'd listen intently and feel as if my soul was wrapping each word in a warm hug. The conversations were filled with women sharing their wins, laughing together, and discussing how amazing their partners were. It was so alien to me that all three things could exist within the same conversation with the same amount of love, joy, and gratitude. I think many women can relate to this, but we are often bombarded with ideals that could be the opening scene to a rom-com movie. A young woman frantically running across the street in a big city, weaving in and out of the crowds until she reaches where she works. She bursts into the room, wiping wisps of hair away from her face. Her friend looks at her with a mixture of annoyance and disappointment which could be told by the pressed lips and folded arms, as she says, Girl, get your head in the game. You don't need him. You are strong and independent. To see women coming together, celebrating their man, their business, their friends, their family, and absolutely glowing while doing so, sparked a new feeling in my body that had me pondering whether I truly believed that women had to choose one or the other. We are living in a time where we have more resources than ever. Anything we could want to know is right at our fingertips. And women are creating lifestyles where they are deeply supported by their offerings and gifts to the world while having relationships that turn them on like no other while feeling healthy and the most abundant versions of themselves. Sounds like the ultimate female fantasy, right? But how do we set ourselves up to have such a balance? Or is the balance found through the embracing and surrendering to seasons of life? I believe this is where it gets to be fun and we can connect the physical and the spiritual realms. When we combine embodying each area of life according to our truest values, while also being open to giving and receiving all the love that wants to flow in these areas, we find fulfillment. Our romantic partnership could be in the season of summer, while our career is in winter, while our social life is in spring. 
We spend so much time thinking about how we can make each area of life buzzing with excitement all the time and call it balance when each area will simply and naturally follow the cycles that we already know to be normal in our life, like the seasons, sunrise and sunset, and the full moon and the new moon. When I have children, I don't think I'll be sent spending hours on the laptop doing website changes or writing fancy Instagram captions or whatever else my business needs, but I do know that my life will lead me. When I am led, I will learn. What I learn, I will share. And it's my intention that what I share will have a ripple effect in the collective. This is what we get to do as women create life. I don't just mean in the sense of having children, but taking what we are given and multiplying it. We get to feel what God, source, universe has placed in our soul and heart and carry out deeply fulfilling work in the world. That work may look like building a farm or establishing a company that positively impacts people's lives, or pouring time into the version of yourself that you desire to be. But I don't think this requires the sacrifice of other areas of life that will only initiate us deeper into discovering this love further and further. Sometimes there will be choices to make. Sometimes there will be obstacles to overcome. But our life gets to blend. There doesn't need to be the debate of, am I a traditional or career woman? Do I serve just the world or just my family? We get to be, I am a woman who follows my heart's desires and is open to that love reciprocating back tenfold.